Investment advisory services offered through CWM LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor. It's time for the Money Night Podcast with certified financial planner Wade Chessman, president and wealth advisor at Chessman Wealth Strategies. Well, glad to have you back on another episode of the Money Night Podcast as we begin 2023, Wade, recording this. I just Inflation continues to be kind of a, a big story. We're going to talk about contribution changes a little bit, but I want to talk inflation first with you because yeah, we, we know it happened in 2022 through the roof. Um, we thought it was going to be transitory. We were told that, I think, by many people in leadership positions, but uh, I think it's lasted much. I don't know what the exact time frame of transitory is away, but I think we've gone past it. <laughs> yeah, that that ship has sailed. <laughs> that was wishful thinking with the president thinking it was transitory. I think he probably knew it wasn't, but he was hoping that it would somehow dissipate. But if anything, it's gotten worse. We've seen a few ticks down here recently. I don't know why everybody gets excited when inflation goes from um, <laughs> nine to six or nine to nine point two to eight point seven. Yeah, I mean it's still off the charts high. So. You know, and it's a really bad thing because it hurts the least of these. It's It hurts the people that can af- least afford for it to happen. So it's really a tax in a way on the poor. And I mean, all countries around the world are having, you know, not all countries, but a lot of the countries around the world are having that, having seeing inflation. And uh, some of it has to do with, with COVID things and things that happened. But a lot of it's just been exasperated by our own spending I just I just do not understand how we think we can spend our way out of it. But the fact is that it's here, right? Mm-hmm. And it's bad. Yeah. And to your point about it, like kind of affecting the middle class, I just feel like there's a lot of these politicians and I'm not, I mean, they're all, and I kind of speak in generally, not just one party or the other, but oh, I, agree with I just that. feel like they're all kind of out of touch. Like, you know, you hear people bragging right now about, well, gas prices are lower than they were a year ago. Well, yeah, I mean, they were through the roof a year ago. We're still like, just because they're lower doesn't mean we're in good shape, right? It's still, exactly. there's still a struggle. Right. Don't brag about the fact that you, the gas prices are down, you know, yeah, they're down, but they're still way above the, where they were just a few years ago. And you, you don't get credit for making them go down if you don't get blamed for making them go up. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, we, you know, inflation appears like it's going to be around. Hopefully, you know, it'll pull back some over the course of the year. I think that's the hope of the Fed and they continue to make their adjustments. Um, But is there ever a time that inflation's a good thing? Well, you know what, Ben, believe it or not, there is. Really? And yeah, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to switch over to the positivity side right now. I like that. And we're going (laughs) to, because there's not much fun about inflation. There's really (laughs) not much good about it. No. But there is a time. When it is good, okay? Okay. So inflation is its highest level since 401k annual indexing began. So they started indexing how much you could put in your 401ks and other retirement plans. And and so it's as high as it's ever been. So it's causing 7 to 11% increases for most 2023 contribution limits. And so the, the cost of living adjustment reflects increases in the consumer price index from the third quarter of 2021 to the third quarter of 2022. That's kind of what the cutoff was, right? And it rose 8.2%. <laughs> and it was down from 9.1%. Yeah. Um, from That was back in June, which was still near a 40-year high. So, But that what that means is we have an opportunity to put away some more money 
so that we can get closer and closer to having that financial independence, that retirement that we talk about so much on this show. So for example, let's go into some real world examples. Okay. Employee 401k contributions for 2023 will top off at 22500 which is a $2,000 increase from the $20,500 cap for 2022. And if you're over 50, like me, you can contribute an additional $7,500, which is up $1,000. That's a pretty big increase. You know, usually we see increases go up like $500, but we've really taken like four steps in one year, which is, I wish it wasn't the case because it's the reason we're getting there is not good, but that's an opportunity for us to take advantage of it. The, the limit on total employer plus employee contributions to defined contribution plans 401ks will increase to 66,000 in 2023, which is up 5,000. And we usually see this go up $1,000 at a time. But again, we're getting a big jump there. Some other, I guess, notables is, for example, your IRA contribution is going from six, um, 6,000 to 6,500. Maybe not quite as big of a change. Some other ones that I would focus on. We talk, I think we've done a whole podcast on this. If we haven't been, you have to remind me. Maybe we need to talk about it again. But the HSA, the health savings account, is also going up okay. in a pretty good way. So that would be another one that, that, again, I've talked about this, but that's the number one best investment out there if you can afford to put the money in and not take it out. So 2022, you could do for a family... Um, 7,300, it's going up to 7,750 plus a catch up if you're over 55 to 8,750. So that's, you know, that's a significant amount of money. $8,750. If you're over 55, you can put in your health savings account. It's fully deductible. There's no income caps on that. It's on, you know, page one of the 1040. And if you leave it in and let it grow, it'll just grow tax free. So some of those are some of the limits that are increasing this year. The other thing that's happening too, that as a result of inflation, is the the brackets for taxes are also changing. So in other words, you'll be able to make a little bit more money and be taxed at a little bit lower rate. So the the, the amount at which you're taxed is changing. So the the so basically, you know, the way the tax code works is the first certain amount of money is taxed at 10% and then it goes to 12%, then 22, then 24, then 32, then 35, then 37. <laughs> Those numbers have gotten larger. So it gives us a little bit more flexibility there. So is inflation good? No, it's not. But there are some times when it can help. You know, another one that people might point to is a good thing is, you know, the big increase that people are going to get in Social Security. And I would argue yeah. that's not good because that's the only reason they're doing that is because inflation is so high, the cost of living is going up. It's just going to cost our government more and more money. We're going to continue to pay more and more money in interest rate costs. So, you know, Social Security is already a broken system in some ways. You know, there's no money really there. It's all kind of IOUs. So I'd say that's a bad thing about inflation. But so the only one good thing about inflation that I can think of, at least this year, 
are these contribution caps being increased? And they're pretty much all across the board. And it does bring up some good planning, especially for those that are really trying to sock it away for retirement and they want to be able to put some more money in. So I can't believe I'm trying to, what is it? Silver lining. This is the silver lining for inflation. Hmm. And it's an opportunity really to shore up some things, put some more additional money away. And now's the time to plan for it, right? Because you can start, you want to make those contribution changes within your 401k. If you're putting money into a, a Roth every month or you're doing this is a time to thinking about it. Start planning it in your budget so you can get there. Is Look it, at me, Mr. Positivity. <laughs> well, it is It is nice that there is uh, some options out there that are positive uh, due to inflation. But is it just an automatic thing, though, way that just if, if you can take advantage of this, if you have the money to take advantage of this, that you, just, you should just automatically go ahead and do it? I mean, I can't think of a situation where it wouldn't make sense to do it. Yeah. Now, it may not happen automatically. You may have to go in and make changes into your contribu- contribution limits with your 401k provider. Or like I said, if you're um, putting money into a particular plan, you may have to go in there and you know do, do something proactively to change it. Yes, you can do that. And I would just say for anybody out there that's curious, what does that mean to me? Let us know. Give me a call. We'll talk about you know what you should do, if anything, given these new numbers. Again, that phone number, 214-572-2120. And you can also find them online, chessmanwealth.com. And and just kind of closing out this conversation, Wade, I mean, do you, how do you, what's your gut feeling on inflation for the next year? Do you think we're kind of heading in the right direction or do you think we'll have a lot of the same in 2023? It seems like the Fed is very focused on trying to bring inflation down and there's different schools of thought as to whether or not they're being too aggressive. They seem like they're, all in to get inflation down, whether that causes us to go into a recession or not. I think they're going to do what they need to do to get it down. Now, you see what's happening as a result of that, right? You're seeing things slow down. Um, the housing market slowing down. There's You're starting to see kind of what they wanted to get done is starting to happen, which means you're starting to see things slow down. The, the problem is if they slow down too much, then again, we go into that, we'll go into a more of a recessionary period. They talk about these terms on, they say, well, let's try to get a soft landing, right? Yep. Well, there's no way to really know for sure whether they'll be able to do that. So my take is that they are going to do what they need to do to get it down. They've already I'm not making that up. They basically said that's what we're going to do. Uh, they're not being shy about it. The, the only question is what as what will happen as a result. What are the side effects? Mm-hmm. You know, will we go into a recession? How deep will it be? How painful will it will be? But from what I can tell, they don't seem to. Not that they don't care, but their overriding concern is getting inflation down. All right, and well, you're starting to see that. You know, the markets are continuing to be very volatile. This is one of the most volatile years we've had in a long time. Yeah. And uh, I think that's going to continue for a while. Well, very good to know. And we'll, some we'll, we'll track um, 
all year long, and we'll talk about it more and more. But again, there are some positives with inflation. There's some changes coming this year that you can maybe take advantage of. So again, sit down with your advisor. If you don't have one or want to get Wade's thoughts on uh, maybe if, if you're able to contribute more to these different opportunities that he's pointed out on the show, again, chessmanwealth.com is the website. And the phone number, 214-572-2120. And now, this month's Kingdom Minute, where we learn what the Bible says about managing money and how it applies to your life. Okay, in this episode's Kingdom Minute, I wanted to talk a little bit today about a question that I get occasionally, and that is, hey, should I sign on another person's loan? Should I be a co-signer on someone else's loan? So basically, co-signing is assuming responsibility for the debts of another, really to ensure that a creditor, to you know, to let the creditor know that a borrower won't default on the payment. So, you know, you have a you have a child or a friend, and they need to go. They want to go out and buy a car. You know, maybe their credit isn't good enough, or they don't they don't qualify. Or they had some things happening, and you agree to co-sign on their loan in order for them to be able to qualify. It's a pretty common thing. Question is, hey, is that a good idea or not? Now, the Bible, the scripture is very clear on this. And basically the answer is no, we're told not to do it. Proverbs eleven fifteen: do not be a man who strikes hands and pledge or puts up security for his debts. If you lack the means to pay, your very bed will be snatched from under you. We're told if we already have put up security for our neighbor, we should go and humble ourselves and plead and allow ourselves no sleep until like a gazelle, we are freed from the snare we have put ourselves in. Other scripture says to assume responsibility for the debt of another is to, just, is to demonstrate poor judgment. So like a lot of the things in the Bible, you can see it comes to fruition in real life. No less than 50% of all co-signers end up paying back part or all of the other person's debt, right? Think about it. The reason they're having you co-sign with them is they have no business probably borrowing money at, anyway. So when you when you co-sign with someone, you're saying, I will answer for all this person's financial decisions, wise or unwise, and I'm legally and financially accountable for whatever that person chooses to do. So what I say is, if you're wanting to help someone, give them a loan or give them the money outright or give them some good, solid advice. More often than not, that person probably has no business going to debt in the first place. And the best favor you can do when he asks you to sign for him is just to say no. So that's this week's Kingdom Moment. If that's something you run into and you want to talk about it, love to visit with you. Just log on chessmanwealth.com to set up that time to meet, or you can call directly to the office at Chessman Wealth, 214-572-2120. But we always appreciate your Kingdom Minutes, Wade. And, uh, you know, again, thanks for all your insight on inflation today. I know it's something we are all struggling with, and hopefully it gets a little bit better this year. But uh, whether or not, always a good idea to sit down with your advisor and start seeing what you can do to maybe try to do a little better job offsetting that if it's going to remain this high. So thanks for taking us through it. You're welcome, Ben. Thank you for listening to the Monday Night Podcast for Wade Chessman, President and Wealth Advisor of Chessman Wealth Strategies. I am Ben George. Take care.
The opinions voiced in Money Night with Way Chessman are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. To determine what may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial or tax advisor prior to investing. Guests on Monday night are not affiliated with CWM LLC. Investment advisory services offered through CWM LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor.